Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Eddie and His Amazing Friends, the Hero Cast, formerly Eddie and Caleb's Hero Cast, joined today by a newcomer to the Hero Cast. It is a close personal friend of mine, Mr. Adam Klontz. Welcome to the Hero Cast, sir. Hello there. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for hopping on. I I want to say the reason I picked you, and I mentioned this in the uh, Wonder Woman Bloodlines uh, episode. I think it was you that told me this, but I'm not positive. But when Marvel was you know riding high, which them and DC movies are kind of struggling now, but when Marvel was you know riding high, the the DC fans. A lot of them could only really fall back on, well, our animated movies are, are really, really good. And which, when you say that online, it just gets laugh reacts on Facebook. Like, oh, good luck with those, you know, Walmart sales when we're making billion dollar movies. But I was like, I wonder if there's any actual truth to this. And so far with the Wonder Woman bloodlines, I think we're one for one. I think now with uh, Superman Red Sun, might be, might be two for two with this, so... So far, and I think you're the one that told me that the DC fans like really hype up their their animated movies. Oh yeah, they've it's it's been on point as far as all the ones I've seen so far, anyway. Yeah. So well, we only picked ones. We have very very strict criteria for this podcast, so we're only picking ones that either were in a theater or debuted on streaming. It cannot have debuted like straight to DVD or anything like that. It's got a, so in this case, yeah. Superman Red Sun dropped on Max or well, Max now, but it was HBO um, in February of 2020. So. Okay. And, so yeah, then I'm not sure if cause there was a whole string of these DC animated movies that were um, kind of spawned from the flashpoint paradox and, and on from that. So I'm not sure if those will qualify or not. I'd have to look into it, but that, yeah, those those ones were, were amazing. Actually, I correct myself. It wasn't HBO. They didn't have a streaming service in 2020. They were. It was uh, DC Universe, and HBO just like bought that up because they barely had much on there. I think it was like Doom Patrol, Superman one and two, some animated movies, the Batman animated series, and that was about it. But yeah, before HBO, um, I was watching most of these on. Uh, oh, what is it? Uh, it's it's some other rental service online. Is it Voodoo or? Yeah, Voodoo. Yeah, that, that have a, I've got most of the the Flashpoint Paradox ones on Voodoo. So the ones I have, we already did Wonder Woman Bloodlines. I gave that an eight out of ten. Very good. We've got this one, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Uh, sorry, Justice League Dark uh, colon Apocalypse War. Ooh, okay. So yeah, that one is the culmination, like the final one that closes out and brings it all the way back around to the end of the, the Flashpoint Paradox stuff. Hmm. So I should probably watch those first, even though they didn't debut on Max. <laughs> I mean, you can still watch it without knowing, but you, you might be a little lost if you don't follow the, the lore, I guess. Okay. Well, I have a hopefully, I have a guest lined up for that one. Hopefully he's uh, familiar with it. I mean, I know the Flashpoint Paradox, but I haven't watched it, but I know of it. Okay, like the, uh, the whole idea. Yeah, and then we got Batman Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. Uh, I yep. think, um, think there's one more. Uh, the, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's the Supergirl one. I think that's newer. 
it was okay. Uh, I think I just... I have not added the... I have to rearrange this whole list because I've already looked next year because of the writer's strike, which I guess is over or kind of. Um, everything's getting delayed, so I have to update the more current things on the list. But um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what we have so far. Um, mentioned it went to streaming, so the fact... I mean, there's the budget is unknown. Box office, there was none. I, I did note that it made two... Two million in Blu-ray sales, so that's cool. Oh wow, yeah, that's that seems surprising considering they're being on streaming and everybody just kind of watches everything online now. Yeah, I'm wondering if because it went to uh, DC Universe, the streaming service that like nobody had, but I uh, yeah. <laughs> I had I got it for like a month because it was the only way to see uh, Superman one and two when we did the podcast in the very early days, so. And then I was like, oh, they got uh, Batman Animated Series and COVID, so I can't leave, so I might as well watch this. So I just kept <laughs> yeah. it for a little bit. It still holds up. Um, let's see. Um, number one song at the time, same as last week, The Box by Roddy Rich. I don't really remember it. Our uh, champions at the time, still, uh, they were the same as last week, too, except... Uh, Nyla Rose is the new AEW Women's Champ, so there you go. And uh, at the time, February 2020, I had my job interview with my current employer, and uh, everything was all completely normal. And then when COVID happened, I was like, so do I still have this job? What's the deal? But <laughs> luckily I did. It was just the onboarding took a little bit longer, and uh got to work from home which is good because well yeah. you, you know the area of town i my office is and it's uh oh, yeah. it's a long drive and it's not a great area so i'm happy about that yeah definitely wanted to work from home for yeah you mentioned that you you had covid before uh, everything shut down that's what you were up at, to at least i'm, I'm pretty sure we did because everyone in my household was kind of knocked flat for about a week straight and yeah and then they come out you know what is it was it March or so when they announced everything? Yeah, it was the, it was the middle of March. Yeah. Yep. You know what? That's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think I, uh, I, I think I got it in February. Um, I mean, it was just a really bad cold, and I remember after a, I took a, sh- I took a shower, and I was like super tired. I'm like, I've never yep. been tired after a shower, even when I have a cold. That's a weird. And then someone's like, oh, are you going to test? I'm like, I already know I'm sick. What do I care what if it's COVID or a cold or the flu? <laughs> like, I'm sick. I'm just still going to stay home. I don't know. But I figured we'd all get it at some point, you know. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's not going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so history with this movie, I uh, I did see it. This is the one DC animated movie I did see. I think I watched it probably during COVID as well. Uh, the premise sounded interesting. I love the what if stuff, which, by the way, the new season of what if doesn't look that interesting. But uh, this is to me how like a what if should be. Um, so I liked the premise. I watched it. And I, I probably liked it on the rewatch because... I think I missed some stuff. I was maybe on my phone the first time watching, but I know you've seen this a few times, so. 
Really yeah, good. I gave it a rewatch a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, I don't remember if I watched it right when it came out or if it was a little while after, but yeah, this this was I think my second or third time uh, going through it. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, follow us on Instagram at ECHeroCast or X at EC underscore Hero. Um, and then Adam's not on the socials. <laughs> or myself at EC85. Uh, let's see. Going... Oh, I almost forgot. The Rotten Tomatoes score. This was a little surprising. Critics, 89%. I get that. Fans, just 64%. That's a little strange. I thought that'd be higher. Hmm. Well, I, in preparation for this, I looked online a bit, and I, I never read the actual uh, comic run, because there was a comic run of Red Sun. And I guess the animated version does deviate a good amount from the, the comic run, so that might be part of where that's coming from. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that or just Marvel fans review bombing it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Because Marvel, their their animated fair uh, around this time was almost non-existent, really, movie-wise. Yeah, I mean we're yeah. I don't think I have any animated Marvels unless you count uh, Spider Verse stuff, but yeah, and that's or if you go back to like the old cartoons, it's about. There might have been a Wolverine movie here or there. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, well, this is where we normally would dive into the cast. I don't usually spend too much time on the voice cast. Uh, I thought uh, Carl Bader as uh, Lex Luthor was interesting. The guy that, if you any anybody watched, uh, what was it, Drew Carey show? He was Oswald. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, nobody, I didn't think anybody did bad, and no one really stood out, so, and nothing too noteworthy, I suppose, of, uh, voice actors. Yeah, the only name I recognize is, uh, Tara Strong. I guess she played young Superman, which, not, not a very big role, but that's a name in the animated circles, anyway. Yeah, the only other, um... I mean, the guy that played Batman, this was kind of interesting. He did Batman in a few other movies, which is funny because this was a Russian Batman, so he tended to do the accent. And... <laughs> yeah. He was also a uh, extra in Quantumania, so he, he's one of the few that have crossed over. We like to keep track of that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, good old uh, Gulag Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he just did voices of the quantum people. <laughs> so, okay. Well, it's a good payday. Yeah. All right, well, we'll dive into the plot here. It's, uh, you know, an easy, it's an easy watch, 87 minutes. So we open with uh, some young, some kid. We have been in uh, the Soviet Union. So you're supposed to know this going in, by the way. But, yeah, we open in the Soviet Union. There's this young boy named Mishka, and he's being chased by these uh other kids and his uh his lady friend i guess Svetlana she saves him she's like oh you know you're 
why are you such a coward? Why are you, are you running away? you got to defend yourself. He's like, no, I was afraid of what I'd do to them. And he lifts up a tractor, and he's like, look, I'm Superman. So the gist is, what if Superman, Kal-El, landed in the Soviet Union instead of Metropolis? Or, sorry, Kansas. But uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's the gist. If you well, didn't know. I like how, how she immediately, her first reaction to him picking up the tractor was you have to give these powers to the state. Just like a good, a good commie. Yep. Yep. Well, we cut to Metropolis. This is 1955. That's also noteworthy. So we're, you know, we're well before, um, the end of the cold war. So America, there's like a video of Superman and America thinks it's just Soviet propaganda, but president Eisenhower, he tasks Lex Luthor with, uh, Killing the Superman. So we cut to this satellite that falling from space, and Superman saves the stops the satellite and saves Metropolis, and he gives this speech. He says, "You know, I don't hate the you. Uh, I don't hate you people. It's the U.S. government, and you know that's the problem." And then, yeah. and then uh, Lois Lane wants an interview. And Superman, he's not interested in the fake news media. He flies off. Yeah, I think he says the, the media is the enemy of the people. Yeah. But then he does pay her a visit later. So, But he doesn't really give her an interview. He's just kind of off the record, I suppose. Yeah, and, it's, it seemed like that second meeting was intended in his eyes as, like, giving her a chance at an interview. But then, you know, she kind of manipulated him. Yeah, she's like, well, I think that fallen satellite was Soviet propaganda. And then he goes on about, like, the wage gap. He's like, oh, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And then she, well, she gives him that uh, file. Yeah, she uh, gives him this file. It's like, you know Stalin murders, like, a million people. He's like, no, that's BS. And then he looks, <laughs> and he's like, I have to go. An unrelated matter has come up. <laughs> just flies off and... So then he just visits this gulag. They're like, oh, we weren't expecting you. And he's like, no, I wouldn't think so. And uh, Oh, yeah. They had lined it with uh, with lead to like intentionally hide it from him. Yep. And he, fly, he gets down there. This is where we, we saw... Uh, I mean, I don't think they can give him a name in this, but he's just the young Batman because he's like... Oh, yeah. He's like a kid, and then there's a bunch of bats that fly around his head, and he's like, oh, yeah. you can... The man behind him, they're all emaciated. I couldn't tell if they were dead or just dying. But. Yeah, he's like, you can hear a leaf drop from a thousand miles away, but you can't hear our cries. And then yeah, yeah he sees uh, his old friend Svetlana. She's down there. And uh, Superman just shuts down the gulag and lets everybody go, I guess. Then he goes to pay uh, Stalin a visit. Oh, yeah, because he leads him out, and then Svetlana like dies in his arms. Yeah. So it was like a big emotional moment for him. He explains that, you know, these gulags are necessary. We've got to weed out the weak and the disorderly to reach a perfect society. Remember that. That's an important quote. And Stalin says, you know, certain people need to die in order for your system to work. So then Superman pulls a Homelander, just vaporizes them with his eyes. That was pretty cool. Yeah. This is not the... Uh, yeah, uh, not, not... not the Superman that doesn't kill people. Oh yeah, and it's it's a slight parallel to the alternate world. With what what are they called? The Justice Lords, where Superman kills President Luther with his eye beams. 
That was in the, the animated series. Oh, yeah, he, he, so Stalin's gone. Like, a bunch of people come in, they're about to shoot him. They're like, oh, it's Superman. What are we going to do with these guns? They're just like, what now? <laughs> He's like, well, I guess I'm the, the new president. Yep. So we cut to Lex Luthor, who's creating something with Superman's DNA from the satellite. I don't think that technology existed in the 50s, but I'll go with it. Well, yeah, they made a point. They he said uh, this technology, you know, on on a technological curve, we're not supposed to have it for another two decades or something like that. Yeah. He he made a point of calling out how advanced it was. Well, you know, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we see that Superman's basically spreading communism all over the world. <laughs> He's like, he goes to oh, yeah. the, uh, yeah, he ends the Korean War with that. <laughs> Single-handedly. Yeah. Yep. I should note, uh, since I'm, I'm a big history buff, uh, the USSR, uh, after the Korean War, they took over the northern part, and the U.S. took over the southern part. I'll let you figure out which philosophy worked out, so... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he uh, I guess he Superman indirectly created North Korea. Or actually maybe he maybe all of Korea is North Korea now in this universe. Yeah, he, he united Korea under Soviet rule. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So Lex then introduces Superior Man. It's a Superman clone, but better. Although he's later turns into like a Bizarro kinda. Not Bizarro, but basically Bizarro. Um, let me cut to Superman who's hosting a ball with Wonder Woman. She's there. She asks about Superior Man. He's like, ah, it's just U.S. propaganda. Plus our intelligence says he's incomplete. So then Superior Man shows up. He attacks him. Superman and him, they trade pro-country quips. And they fight. And Luthor, Luthor pretty much sabotaged this guy. <laughs> he just keeps loading energy into Superior Man until he just explodes yeah. into Bizarro Superman and he's like a big mindless grunt and then it ultimately kills him. So, and Initially in their fight, Superior Man was only focused on fighting Superman and to the detriment of like all the civilians and he just didn't care about any kind of casualties. As what is it? He, he does that initial attack and then Superman looks and there's a bunch of dead people in the street, cars everywhere. And that's when Superman kind of takes him out into the, the tundra to try to get away. Yeah, there was a lot of collateral damage in this this uh, movie. Superman wasn't happy yeah. about it. But I, I like how it showed that even the Soviet Superman, he's still he's still Superman. He he puts human life above, you know. Mm-hmm. He still has his values. It's just it's through the Soviet lens. It is, and then uh, it, it it slowly corrupts him, which is what I think is great about the movie. But let me cut to this part I loved because we cut to 1966. They just announced that the Berlin Wall is built, and Superman immediately comes in and destroys it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he waited till they were done, which is the best part. Yeah, he, he even I think has a line about like tear down this, or, or I'm going to tear down this wall, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Tear down this wall, Mr. Gorbachev. But yeah, he's like, oh, the communism needs to spread, and this wall's blocking it. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My biggest complaint of the movie is right here, because then we just cut to a giant floating metalhead terrorizing a city. It's like, what is this? Oh, what? yeah, but yeah, Brainiac out of left field. Yeah, this was, I mean, if you were to, and by the way, uh, well, I'll say it now. If this, 
in my opinion, DC should just give up on the DC universe. I don't. We don't need a shared universe. It gets confusing, and you're not great at it. But to me, this could be a live action James Gunn movie, and I think he would have a lot of fun with it. But you could yeah. do it almost shot for shot. But man, you need to like establish Brainiac because he's just like, yep. There's a there's an alien right now. Here he is, and it's like, where did this guy come from? Yeah, and if, if you don't know anything about, like, if you see this movie not knowing Superman or Superman background, then, yeah, you have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah, I I mean, I, I, I mentioned it in Wonder Woman. Like, with the animated movies, you have to, you know, you understand that it's a hardcore fan base that's going to be watching these, but... Uh, yeah, and they're also cramming like an entire arc. Yeah, into there's just... a there's a lot of characters in this. We haven't even gotten to Batman and Greenland. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, if you were to do a live action, you'd have to establish Brainiac at some point because he's just it's a there's oh. a floating head. There it is. And going back for a second, sorry. Um, right before the Superior Man fight, you, you mentioned Wonder Woman was was there, and they they had a little moment where. She kind of revealed that that she was gay because Superman assumed that she was he was supposed to uh, perform for. And then... <laughs> yes, that's that's right. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, back in the so that... I guess this was the this was the fifties. We hadn't gotten to the sixties yet. That was uh, very much not 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 allowed. Yeah, and, and especially yeah, the whole Soviet. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, cut like I said, the cut to this floating head. It's a, covered in a force field. It shrinks. Um, oh shoot, what was the city that it shrank? Uh, uh, Stalingrad. Stalingrad, yeah. It just shrinks Stalingrad, and uh, Superman eventually is able to stop it. And uh, everybody's a fan of Superman and his communist agenda, except Batman, because we. Well, well they, sorry, yeah, he, I left something out. They, they're at a museum, and everybody's like, yeah, Superman, communism, it's great. And then... That's a big time jump where they're explaining everything after the, the Brainiac fight, where Superman reprogrammed Brainiac, and and now he works for the state. And he spends all his time trying to figure out how to unshrink uh, Stalingrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Batman, who's Russian, not Bruce Wayne, he blows up the Superman museum with people in it. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's brutal about it, too. He, yeah. he tells them they have 10 minutes when it was 10 seconds. And yeah. yeah. Then another thing that's, like, very sudden. Cut to the U.S., and we just have discovered the Green Lantern ring. <laughs> like, hey, look at this technology. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and uh, I like how slowly over the course of the movie, uh, Lex is losing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's never addressed. Yeah, he goes from a full head of hair to ball by the end of it yeah he does doesn't he i didn't even notice that (laughs) yeah so yeah they give the green lantern ring to uh hal jordan so there you go yep yeah they tell him they're gonna they're gonna reverse engineer it and he's gonna be the head of a new branch of the u.s military Mm Mm-hmm. well back in the ussr superman he said he reverse engineered brainiac he's now like his helper like his alexa kind of Tell me the stats for the day. It's like everybody's yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah, he he says that uh, suicides are down since they put depression medicine in the the tap water. Yeah. 
So Wonder Woman sees that Superman is yet now using Brainiac's tech to control people. So the guys that go against the the agenda, he's controlling them so that they, you know, fall in line. And yeah, she have, men- she's like, this is no different than the gulags in a way. Yeah. Forced surgery to force compliance. Mm-hmm. So then we, this was another weird jump a little bit. We cut to Batman who has Wonder Woman wrapped up in the lasso of truth back yeah. in the gulag. Uh, I, I would, I really would have loved to see how that came about. Cause that's, that's a pretty big get for, for gulag Batman. Yeah, I thought so, too. I was like, did I miss something? But, um, yeah, like I said, if this was a live-action movie, you'd have to ease... It was, what, 90 minutes, so you had to at least be another hour, I think, and maybe cut some stuff out, maybe cut out Bizarro or something. So, Batman wants to kill Superman because of, you know, he blames him for the death of his parents, so a little bit of Bruce Wayne, kind of. And uh, he has a bomb... Uh, chats to his heart, so if his heart stops, uh, he blows up. Shout out uh, Spawn. Or, uh, Charlie, not Charlie Sheen. Um, Charlie Sheen's dad. Uh, so Batman then switches on these lights in the gulag to simulate the conditions of the red sun. Yep. And he just starts beating Superman's ass. Like, it's not Wait. even close. Yeah, and in and, and this universe, it, it has an effect more akin to, like, Kryptonite, where he's immediately depowered and just on his hands and knees. Whereas, you know, regular Superman, it would just kind of weaken him. Like, he wouldn't be able to gain more power from it. But, yeah, I don't know. Because there's no Kryptonite in the whole movie that I was aware of. I didn't didn't get any reference to it. So I'm assuming this red light kind of fills that role. Yeah, that's what I took away from it. Martin Sheen, by the way, I don't know. Couldn't think of it. Anyway, so yeah, he starts beating his ass. He throws him in the... Um, oh, I wrote uh, a little joke. Uh, no matter how... No matter the country, Batman always seems to be smarter than Superman. He's always the guy that can kill him. <laughs> without any powers. Unless Superman says the name of his mom. Yep. And then Batman just throws him in like a <laughs> hole and locks it. And it's like... Well, you're going to rot in here now. <laughs> yeah, with, with more heat lamps. Yep. Uh, Wonder Woman then breaks free. Super, uh, she smashes the lights, so Superman gets out immediately. Yeah, she, and... she kind of sacrifices herself a little bit there, too, because she has to break her lasso, which I guess in this universe is like tied to her spirit or something, and her hair turns completely white. Yeah, that's what she said. Like, this is part of my soul or something. Yeah. And then... Uh, Superman implies, like, okay, I'm just gonna give you the the Brainiac treatment, and Batman's like, nah, and blows himself up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's that's the moment where Wonder Woman she's had enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's 1983, and Lex Luthor is now president. So, all right, I guess no, uh, he beat Ronald Reagan. So Brainiac tells Superman. Your plan has always relied on America falling, but it hasn't yet. And he's like, well, it almost did. He's like, but it didn't. And he's like, you need to invade America. And Superman's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, well, I calculate there's only going to be like six and a half million casualties if you invade. <laughs> he's like, that's way too many. So he's not going to invade. But just then, the Green Lantern Corps is flying towards Moscow. 
And Superman flies in, attacks them. They do nearly defeat him. That was impressive. They just keep they, yeah, they, putting they boxes in them, or like yeah. trapping them in boxes. Yep. Yeah, they were they they did okay, but then Wonder Woman shows up, and you know Superman's like, oh, thank God you're here. And she's like, I'm not taking sides. You need to make peace with them. Yep. <laughs> Superman takes a swing at her. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, all right, yellow, yellow, and just out of nowhere too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like. All right, she blocks it. She says, "You'll never see me ever again," and leaves. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like all the rest of them. Yeah, men, all men are the same. Yeah. Now she declares that Themyscira is going to stay hidden from the eyes of men. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Superman finishes off the left of the Lantern Corps, and Brainiac's big head shows up, and he's like, "You know what? You're right. We're going to invade America." They land on the White House lawn. And Lois brings out the shrunken Stalingrad. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he, he Brainiac's with him, too, in the big giant Brainiac yeah. ship. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, we could never figure out how to reverse it. And Brainiac's like, well, I could. You just never asked. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, so this is where Superman finally realizes, he's like, oh, you know what? I need the people to have free will and to be allowed to make their own mistakes. And Brainiac's like, that's a bad idea. And then just smashes <laughs> Stalingrad. <laughs> yeah, he's blasted. Yeah, so yeah. Superman snapped out of his commie ways. So, and then Superman figures yeah. out, he's like, hey, I never really, you never really were reprogrammed, were you? You tricked me. And Brainiac's like, yes. <laughs> I just never reprogrammed. That was all part of the plan. So Brainiac yep. attacks Superman, the White, uh, and the White House, but Superman is aided by Lex Luthor in a big suit of armor. Yeah, he's got his his power armor. Yeah, where's the Secret Service? This would they would never allow this. <laughs> no. uh, well, it's uh, all part of the plan, probably. Yeah. Well, Lex manages to penetrate the the ship's force field a little bit. He makes like a small hole to. Superman to get in. He kills Brainiac. Yeah, his doodad gadgets and yep. Yeah. And the ship's about to explode. This is a little bit of a plot hole, I thought. This is a self-destruct that for some reason Brainiac allowed for like multiple minutes to go by. I would think Brainiac would just destroy it immediately. Like, like make it happen. Yeah. And the the whole thing is like, oh, it's three miniature black holes. Everything within what do you say, fifteen million miles will be destroyed. Yeah, with that level of tech, yeah, you can just instantly trigger it as soon as you die. I mean, I mean, hell, yeah. Batman was able to instantly die when his heart <laughs> failed. Yeah. Like, the only thing I can think of is it would take a while for the ship to power up to explode to that level. I don't know. Yes, yeah, kind of but, sequence or something had to do uh, overload. But uh, Superman flies the ship out of Earth's atmosphere, blows up, maybe killing him. That's what we think. And, yeah, that, uh, it's implied that was at, at that point. Yeah, and that's what Luthor is like. He's saving the world. And we're all one and all that stuff. And uh, it's I guess, yeah, I guess with yeah. Superman gone, uh, the Soviet Union has fallen because Luthor gives a speech saying, you know, just like in real life, the Soviet collapsed. And I'm resigning to spend more time with my wife. And now Vice President James Olsen will take over. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just love that in an alternate universe, a guy who is like a low-level newspaper employee could be the president. (laughs) If a few different things happen, he'd be the president. Um, But then Lois in the crowd sees Superman. He's in the Clark Kent look. He's got the trench coat and glasses and hat, but she knows it's him. And, uh, yeah, roll credits. That's the end. Yeah. Yeah, she she catches his eye and and does a double take and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And that was... Which I, I, I kind of like that, too, how in, in this, he was always Superman. Even when uh, he was dancing with Wonder Woman, she asked what his real name was, and he just said Superman. Was, he doesn't really have a personal identity. He's, you know, the people's hero. And then at the end of his, I guess, arc, he finally gets his own little personal secret identity where he can live his life. Kind of the reverse of you know, regular Superman. Yeah, he was Mishka, but that, I think they mentioned that name once, and then he's grown up, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I will grade this movie 1 to 10. I'm going to go uh, 8.5. I really liked it. It was... I mean, it there's a lot... I mean, you could have... I'm trying to say like it was interesting in that you mentioned he was still Superman, but he just did it through like the lens of communism. Yeah. He still had values. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they showed the bad parts of communism and they, you know, they tried to say that, Oh, but it's not like a hundred percent bad, but then ultimately it didn't work. So, and Superman was slowly turning into Stalin, just a little bit different. Um, I knock off a few points for the Brainiac just randomly showing up and the Green Lantern <laughs> ring just randomly showing up. But, you know, yeah. if this was a, a full-length movie, I think they could have... I think it could have been a really good full-length movie. And this is the type of movie that I would like to see. I mean, you can do Superman first, but you could do... you. This could have been, like, a, an offshoot of, uh, you know... You don't need a shared universe, I don't think. I don't know. But, yeah, I'll go eight and a half. No, I, yeah, I think that's fair. Eight, eight and a half. All right, double eight and a half. It, it was a little, a little short. I kind of wish there was more to it that they'd filled in some of those gaps. Um, and yeah, again, I did a little bit of research. I guess the the actual comic arc, the the ending to that one, is it like it's like a twist ending where it fast forwards in the future, and it turns out that Krypton is Earth. And communism and capitalism kind of combined to form a perfect society, and you needed a little bit of both. Like there, you need you need the peanut butter and the chocolate. But I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and the jelly, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you're, I guess if you're making the Reese's, it's peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, yeah, and that uh, that does it for Superman Red Sun. Uh, next week, staying on Max, it's Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Another DC property, I believe. I don't know too much about the comic there, but that's the deal. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that does it. We'll get out of here on a quote from our pal Superior Man. <clears throat> America first.
rockin' the USSR. 